Welcome to the 74th episode of Sawdust Nation Podcast, Derry. I'm your host, Nick from Nick's Naughty Works. No, <laughs> Nick from MPG Creations. Naps over there from Naps Naughty Works. And Josh is from Crafted and NJ. Oh, I'm sorry. Josh is from North Country Woodworking. Um, sorry about that, Josh. Uh, old habits die hard, I guess you could say. Anyway, uh, uh, this is uh, what 18 and a half months we've been on the air. So let's have a moment for nostalgia, and uh, we'll start that gone. moment now. All right, it's gone. And uh, <laughs> we got to thank you guys for uh, tuning in every week to listen to our baloney and shenanigans. And also, we want to thank the patrons for their continued support. They... Uh, uh, everybody here, you know, we couldn't do this without the people listening, actually. So we thank you so much. And also, we couldn't do this without PWNCNC, who uh, is sponsoring this episode. So PWNCNC.com is where it's at this week. Because this week, I don't know if you're tracking on the schedule. However, Black Friday is coming up. And Daniel over there thought, why not pull out all the stops and release a new item on the website every day? And give you a different percentage off on whatever item. I don't. I don't know the specifics on what. Uh, like, there's different percentages he's going to put off on each item. But if you actually use our promo code, that'll add to the percentage off. And we want you to go save money on that website. We need you to go save money on that website. You want me on that wall? You need me on that wall? You remember that movie? You never heard that? Anyway, well, that's my my uh, Jack Nicholson. But yeah, check them out. Uh, they've got like some some uh, clamps going on right now. I think they released today. And uh, just uh, overall, if you have questions, message Daniel at PwnCNC on the Big IG. And uh, next up, Total Boat. We love that Total Boat epoxy. If you're in the market for that that good good epoxy, check it out at TotalBoat.com or at Total Boat. On the big IG, they are very responsive. And last but not least, thank you so much, JTEC Photonics, for your continued support. Check them out if you need a diode laser, www.jtechphotonics.com. Now, so I got my spindle kit in from Daniel at Pwn CNC. So pretty soon, after we're done with our shops, I'm going to do an unboxing. So whoever's watching can see me pull all this nifty gear out of the box and then well, all ooh and ah. So, what's but, in the box? Yeah, what's in the box? Anyway, uh, what's going on, guys? What do you got going on? That was a good alley oop. Um, well, because last time went with Josh, I guess we'll go with me, or we can go back with Josh. I really don't care. I got a lot going on. So, what do you want to do? Go ahead, Josh. Nap. Go. All right, fine. Okay, you pulled my leg so hard. Okay, you liked it. So, I did. But hey, check it out. So, I finally got my groove back. Uh, even though last podcast episode, I. Probably sounded kind of down in the dumps. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Motivation is hard to regain, especially when work returns to normal and you actually have to interact with people face-to-face again. That takes a lot of energy out of you, first and foremost. Uh, so for all of my teacher or makers out there that might be teachers or instructors of any sort, yes, you understand where I'm coming from. Uh, and even still, some of you that just can't stand people at work probably know where I'm coming from. But... I uh, finally got my groove back. <laughs> I was able to uh, finally get the the courage, if you will, to clean this shop that looked like a tornado hit it. It hadn't been cleaned since uh, 
well, since the first show, I went to with Nick over at the Harley Davidson uh, place in, uh, what is it, New Braunfels. Uh, but yeah, I finally cleaned it, and then right before the podcast, cleaned my office. I got tired of sitting in, well, filth. There's just epoxy mess everywhere. Things were everywhere. And then I finally got down, got time to sit down and write all the jobs in the book. So I actually had to put an announcement out that November is full. I have no more time, like no more room for orders for November, and December is tapped out as well. Uh, as soon as I put my first post up, uh, people decided to hit the inbox and say, "Hey Nap, hey Nap, hey Nap, hey Nap." I'm like, cool, awesome. This is great. It really is great because I'm pretty blessed to get these orders because it helps pay for the shop, if you will. But I do have, and I counted beforehand, 23 orders on the docket between now and Christmas. Yeah, that's a lot. I got easy ones. I've got a couple complicated ones. The one, uh, and all the jobs are important, but one of the ones that really needs to be done like to the utmost perfection is a buddy of mine's retirement uh, shadow box chest that I'm making. So that one, I'm definitely going to have to just make sure I get a lot of the easy stuff knocked out that's before it so I can really spend the time to make sure that's done like as close to perfect as possible, even though I'm a, I am my utmost worst critic. Is that going to be like anything you've done before? Or is it going to be slightly different? I mean, tell us about it. So the chest that I made for those two chiefs a little while back, mm-hmm. it's going to be similar, not as massive because that box was huge. Okay. okay. The thing was big. It was for two people. So I'm thinking it's probably going to be, to be fair, close to about half to three quarters of the size. Uh, but it still has to be big enough to where the lid can house a shadow box. So that last chest I made had the backer with the capability of point, you know, pushing stuff into the, the cork and making it kind of like a shadow box. Mm-hmm. This one, on the other hand, is going to have the glass over it and everything. So I just got to figure out how I'm going to make it. Not so much removable, but if they want to open it to put more stuff in it for some odd reason or if something just so happens because it's a chest, so it's going to be fighting gravity, all the stuff that's glued in there. If something happens to maybe come off the backer board for some reason, which I intend to use a lot of super glue, shouldn't come off. Then they'll be able to open it and fix it. But it'll have trays. It'll have the, the flock and all that stuff. What's up, Josh? I don't want to interrupt you, but I, I have an idea for your box. I don't know if you've actually pitched this to uh, your friend or not. But you guys do these beautiful boxes. Well, yeah, I mean, they're gorgeous. Um, and they, I would hate to take away from maybe the overall look of the wood and everything. But have you guys thought about doing the box? Like, but the top be the actual shadow box. So have the plexiglass on top. And when you look down, it actually have all the ribbons and stuff like that. That way, when you open it up, you have storage for coin racks and stuff like that. Just, just an idea as you were talking, it kind of popped in there. So... So what you're saying, I have thought about, and that is still a consideration. Okay. Uh, I pretty much be putting a shadow box on top of the chest essentially is what it is. Yes. Um, that's been an option. I've also thought of the option of making the top tray a shadow box. Ooh, that's nice too. That way they could hang it up if they wanted to. So that's a good idea because they could even pull it out. And then uh, if they want, slide it into the, um, the lid. Mm-hmm. and uh, leave it there if they want to display their stuff, like if it's the box is open, or yeah. even pull it out and hang the, the the tray on the wall. And then if they move or whatever, you know what I'm saying, they can easily put it all together. Things are happening right now. <laughs> yeah, things are happening. Um, that's a very good concept. Uh, I honestly don't think that would be too hard of a concept to um, do. Yeah. I would like, again, though, 
I have to make sure the chest is or trunk is large enough to house that. If the box is, you know, like it's got to be big enough, I'm sure, to hold two flags, a bunch of uniform accoutrements, things like that. And it sounds like he doesn't have a whole lot to put in there. He's got his ribbons. He's got his badges and stuff, you know, the good stuff, not just patches. Uh, but he's got a couple things. I'm going to base the size of the box and shadow box based on what they give me, which they're giving to me, I think, this week. So I actually will get the stuff ahead of time. Yay! I can actually plan. So that'll happen. Uh, but that, like I said, that job right there is extremely important to me because he is a friend um, and he, it is his retirement. So I want to make sure I do right by him. Um, let's see. I got a couple other like, little things going on. I finally finished that, that godforsaken hat press. Not that I don't like making them. Uh, but sometimes I wonder if the juice is worth the squeeze at times when I'm making them because there's a lot of work that goes into them. And I don't make a whole lot. People think I charge a lot, but if they understood the process and the material that went into it, they would get why they cost what they cost. But that's, again, why they're the customer and I'm the maker uh, because it's my job to understand that stuff, not so much them. I did actually do some R&D as far as reaching out to some people that have been doing some really cool stuff uh, with lasers, uh, specifically diodes. And I ended up asking if you can do this particular thing with CO2 lasers. And he said, yes, actually, people have done a lot of cool stuff with CO2 lasers uh, and a lot faster than this individual. So to pull up this real quick, just because I got to make sure I say all of his stuff right here. It's uh, so you guys have seen those laser flags, right? People that spray paint the flags and they do that whole thing, right? All right. So I reached out to this guy. His name is uh, Taylor Morris. And he is out of, if I can just find his actual thing in the Facebooks here, Patriot Nation Designs is who he's, um, who he co-owns with or co-runs. But he was making these, uh, it's Patriot Design LLC. That's what it is. This is business. And he co-runs Patri uh, PatriotNationDesigns.com, which is like a bunch of awesome, cool flags and stuff like that. And he does this thing where he sprays the wood. Uh, flat black has it sander sealed and all this stuff and he lasers the paint off mm -hmm. to make the designs and i was like okay listen i don't know how you're doing this voodoo witch magic but i need to know like i literally was racking my brain behind it i did some research i really couldn't find any definitive answers for co2 more for diode which i don't have anymore so i asked him and well he sent me some information so hopefully in my 23 jobs i'll get time to uh, do some trial and error and uh, maybe show some things on the Sawdust Nation Instagram so people could see that it is possible. But another good example of people paying it forward because he didn't have to tell me or even send me the Word document that he sent me with the process that he does uh, to make this thing work. Uh, so I'll be linking his stuff in there and even probably dropping the file in with the episode mentions so people can mess around with their dial lasers and possibly dial in this technique. Oh, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool um, when people send information back and forth like that. Just betters the community. But uh, but yeah, so other than that, guys, I'm making a lot of the same stuff. And that is, oh, the birth of my Etsy page. So the birth of my Etsy page is coming. So I'm currently putting together my product list of things that I can make fairly expeditiously or have in stock and not feel bad about it. So I got some flags. I'm going to have some, I hate to say it, coasters and maybe some cutting boards and things like that. But I'm telling you right now, I'm noticing the simple stuff sells. And then also going to be putting uh, my hat presses up there. Uh, I know I just talked about how they might not be cost effective, but they are easy to make. Uh, so they're still bringing in some kind of money or else I wouldn't be making them. Nice. That's good. Maybe. And some shadow box stuff. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. But other than that, boys, that's what I got going on in the shop. I'm finally getting the motivation to get back in there and do some things. So Awesome, man. 
It takes a lot to get back in there and actually get some stuff done. Nick, what's going on in your shop, dude? Well, I uh, nap is taking December off, so I'm picking up some overflow from him. So that's going to be interesting. All right, so uh, I'm picking up some overflow from Nap's uh, leave of absence. I guess you could say he's taking a month off for the family, all that stuff. That's cool. <laughs> but I'm not. Uh, cool. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Go ahead and discount it. It's fine. Uh, so real quick, Nick, before you any more shots fired, holy crap, I felt my soul get penetrated just Why? Now. I'm not trying to penetrate you. I'm just trying to uh, <laughs> look. Uh, all I'm saying is, you need time to to recharge your batteries, or whatever. Um, somebody's got to be, you know. Somebody. I may not be the hero they deserve, but I'm the hero <laughs> they need right now. Okay. Uh oh. Nap said he's going to do it now. Took my job from me. I know what this is about. So, funny thing is, part of the jobs that was in there were the jobs that I'd already probably had on my list that was a part of the 20 the 23 jobs ah okay all right so now he's saying naps i'm reading directly from the the dude now he's saying naps gonna do it apparently he had like three people on this i'm sorry i feel like yeah all good so i guess i'm not picking up anything naps not doing (laughs) uh, because naps doing it this is like immediate feedback I'm willing to bet Nap was just over there like, oh, he did, he is, is he? Mm, text him. No. Hey, so no, so funny story behind this is the guy that I had, he brought something over to me. He texted me yesterday and I messaged him back and he finally got back to me today, as you can see, because he was also in contact with two other people that were trying to get a hold of people to do stuff. So they're a whole they're a wreck over there right now. I'll just say that. Hmm. But balls got dropped, people got forgot. And that's why they're scrambling right now. It's the season. Hey, it's all good. I still, I've been, I've been hauling, hauling cheeks in the shop, getting projects closed out and shipped off. I've been trying to do um, cast acrylic stuff. I did a, a plaque last night with cast acrylic on it. Have you posted that yet? No, the guy doesn't know about it yet. So he's not a pa- hey, he's not a Patreon, is he? Who are you talking about? This guy that, you know, I'm the guy that's receiving this because I'm about to show it to our patrons because you sent it to no. me, remember? Yeah, no, he's not. He's not a patron because he's he's actually in in Germany. So so for our patrons, this thing is pretty freaking awesome. That does no justice. It was no. probably the cleanest plaque I've seen. <laughs> it is. Dude, it's awesome. Awesome, man. So painstakingly sitting there with a. Little tiny paintbrush and painting CA glue on the little on the back of those letters, <laughs> and then just like dropping them into the so because when you cut the letters out on the laser, it it'll leave uh like the template of where they go in relation to each other. So you just set that template over where you need it, and then you drop the letters in. But you gotta be careful you don't get any CA glue squeeze out because if you do, then the template's gonna stick to the to the piece. It's it's a it's definitely. Whew. It's like got, it requires steady hands. That being said, I've got uh, a weapons and tactics badge I shipped off yesterday. I shipped off a couple of carbon fiber, three carbon fiber badges or uh, plaques this week. Uh, carbon fiber has been giving me a pain in the rear. I've ordered carbon fiber four times. I don't know if you see my Instagram, but I've ordered it four times. Only one shipment has made it to my house. Mm. And it's at the fault of A, either the shipper was, uh, didn't go to high school and learn how to read or anything like that because 
they they put the wrong address on my uh, order and shipped it to uh, another city in Texas for one of them. And the other ones were coming from Taiwan. I'm like, you know, Taiwanese stuff's good, but the the whole the whole system's jacked up because of the uh, the supply you know the supply chain issues. So I don't know that I've gotten hold of you know you get a hold of somebody on eBay or wherever you buy it from, and they're not awake because they're on the other side of the world, and then you got to wait a day to figure out what's going on. It's just one giant mess. So I'm looking for another company to source one millimeter thick carbon fiber in like flat and like matte black or uh, red's cool. I think blue would be pretty awesome, but you know, it, it is how it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not a big buyer. So I'm not like buying like hundreds of square foot footage of this stuff. I'm only buying like a few sheets at a time. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of a peon when it comes to like distributors and stuff like that. But unfortunately that's the case. They like to sell in bulk versus the one or two sheets. I don't mind paying a little extra like per unit just because I'm, you know, buying one or two sheets. Yeah. But at the same time, I it just they don't even want to mess with me. But whatever. I'm figure it out. I'm not no not no no poor me stories, all right? Um another thing I've been doing is just destroying my shop. I've been absolutely trashing it. It looks like a hurricane went through. Um, means you've been jobbing, man. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've still got a couple more Etsy orders to, Oh, by the way, the coasters, I threw a set of coasters up on Etsy. Mm-hmm. Boom. Like not even 24 hours passed by and they sold like, that's, that's good. Insane, wow. dude. They I know. Right. Like, who knew coasters would sell for what they sold for? There's a reason why people do them. There's a reason why people do, uh, cutting boards. They were th- so $38 for the set of coasters plus $10 for shipping. And so you're looking at close to 50 bones for a set of coasters. Now, obviously, like Etsy's adding tax and all that stuff. So they're paying more. <laughs> but I, I shipped those off today. Uh, I've got a couple more orders of sh- on Etsy for plaques I got to get rid-, rid of. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. I'm, I, I'm exhausted, though. Like last night, I, I was up till like midnight trying to get that plaque done. And you know that walnut that I used on that plaque that you guys saw? So this this plaque mm-hmm. with cast acrylic is is like a, a, a crest or a cookie or a, like a seal, I guess you could call it. Um, but the backer is a walnut piece, and it's about 18 by, I want to say 16. Oh, wow. That's a lot bigger than 18, I 18.75 by 16 and a half, I think it was. I had an old kitchen table that was I made out of walnut. Do you remember that? Yeah. And I was like, man, I really don't want to like go through the whole process of milling down walnut in the middle of the night and gluing it and then coming back to it. So yeah, we're we're waiting for the punchline here. You cut up a table. Yeah, my table that I that my old table from the old house that was just a tabletop. I've already used half of it, so it's just like I had this like three foot by six foot section of walnut. It was just sitting in my garage for months, and it was like it was just above three quarters of an inch. I'm like, this is perfect. I I, I thought for sure because I know you were building a walnut table. No, that's I in thought, my dining room, man. And that's eight quarter. That'd be one thick <laughs> thick plaque. I mean, that, that's how you we like a, them, though. Thick. You need a French cleat to hang that. <laughs> that's all. That's all I got going on. I'm waiting uh, for this episode to unbox this. The spindle 
from Daniel at Pone CNC. So check them out at PoneCNC.com. They've got and, uh, and Josh is mad right now. Josh is peanut butter Stop. and jealous. He's peanut butter and jealous. But uh, I'm going to let Josh tell you what's in his shop before I go ahead and show our patron members the unboxing. And I'm going to do a a play by play of what I'm pulling out of the box. So as long as you oh, go slow, really nice and slow, slow. with <laughs> gloves. No gloves. No, you got to wear the gloves. You don't want to get it dirty. Mm. So I have got the coin. Yeah, I got the flag coin holder essentially uh, done. I just had to do the rails. Um, but everything's cut out, basically ready to be glued together. Uh, I just got some cherry today for the liquor box. And I have to put all the engravings together and get that engraved up and put it together. Um, and then go get some fabric because I'm slacking at getting that. I also have a couple other projects that, let's see, three mallets, two uh, two foot mallets, one one, one foot mallet. And uh, I'll tell you a little later more about that in a second. Been doing a lot of fabrication when it comes to 3D printing as well. For my diode, I did a little video, and it actually was my first YouTube video I posted on my personal North Country Woodworking uh, site and on Instagram about lasers and basically some of the troubles I actually have come across and how to fix them with a diode. And while I was doing that, I realized that uh, I'm using pieces of wood to stack on top of each other to raise and lower my uh, dial laser. And I'm better than that because I have a 3D printer and I can fabricate legs that stack. So I did some research and I found a design I liked and basically I modeled it after that. After like seven prototypes, I have a workable one. I have yet to go test it, but at least I have two layers I can stack on top of each other for I think like a six to six or seven inch clearance so i can put um the mouse heads underneath and easily go ahead and engrave what i need to that's all you really need man six inches is plenty that's what she tells you it's not about the size it's about how you use it so <laughs> um but yeah so that, that took a little time but i've done a lot of um actually lasering as well I've been doing, uh, I had someone drop off some stuff to get engraved and basically they had so, I don't know if they went to like the, uh, the hobby shop here or if they went to someone else's uh, shop and got it done, but they are doing a piece for a funeral and the person that engraved it didn't engrave it deep enough. So when he went to go sand the piece of wood, the engraving just disappeared. And when the same thing with the epoxy pour and the one piece, he did epoxy on it and it wasn't deep enough. And when he went to go sand it, you could see wood shining through. So he came to me and uh, I already did a half the project. I have to do the other two pieces. And I hit up Nap today asking about Bloodwood. Um, I've never actually engraved on Bloodwood. And I was curious in how it would engrave. Because I got to get it, you know, at least an eighth or one sixteenth. So he can get some epoxy in there and it's a pretty narrow strip and he wants uh, dates in there. A laser would work perfect for this application, but now we're talking about epoxy and a very, very dense wood. So Nap was generous enough to basically tell me that if I wanted the black or the burn to stand out, I would have to paint it or really go slow. Uh, but from what it sounds like, man, and correct me, it does engrave. Um, so I just make multiple passes and basically get that deep enough for him so he can go ahead and fill it with epoxy. Yeah, of course. Um, realistically speaking, because it is a very dense wood, 
Uh, it's kind of, it's like the, what is it? The equivalent of like purple heart as far as the engraving is <laughs> concerned. So if you've ever done that, it's just like that. It just doesn't burn black, which actually, because you're putting epoxy in it, it's probably a better thing. Um, but I would maybe, if you want a 16th of an inch gap is about what you want for epoxy for something that's shallow. I'd maybe do three passes. Yeah. I'm going to do maybe. some, uh, so I got a 45 watt uh, laser co2 laser and i'm probably going to do around uh 550 uh for the speed and probably a close not max power but 90 percent three passes well, five, five 550 what um i don't know what they measure in glowforge Mill- millimeters I don't, I don't know what they measure in glowforge and they, i don't think they even have a measurement it's just uh a number application to it um okay. <clears throat> i mean i could look it up as i'm, I'm talking but I, I've done uh, in cherry and you know less dense wood, and it with a cu- one pass it does fairly well. With a couple passes, it's definitely worth uh, checking out. Yeah, it just literally says speed. It, it doesn't say like millimeters or inches, and it's from uh, zero to a thousand. That's so, helpful, Glowforge. Good job. Yeah, that's one of the unfortunate things of having uh, Glowforge is it doesn't have like a lot of the little things that as makers we enjoy having. Um, but, you know, you work with what you have and you go from there. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I, I got half that project done and I need to work on the other. Um, I was kind of on the fence about going to the CNC with it just because I know for a fact I can go as deep as I want with that, you know, in one or two passes. I think I'm going to stick with the laser and I'm going to go with it. I just wish I had a little scrap piece of wood to try it on. You know what I'm saying? Because this is... you don't You don't have any extra for that? No. This is... He made the piece. I'm just doing oh. the engraving. So I did do something a little scary with this uh, particular project. I have never done a pass, stopped it, and then done another pass. So I, because I never knew if the Glowforge like refocus and it would move like a millimeter or like, you know, how that would affect an engraving if I wanted another one right on top of it. So <clears throat> I went ahead and I did like 1% at like a thousand. Just enough so it would maybe color the top very, very lightly, and I could sand it off, no problem, almost like a pencil. And it was hitting the pockets exactly where it needed to. So I held my breath, and I put it on the, you know, I think it was 550 at like 85, and I pushed go, and I washed it for like 10 minutes straight. I made sure it was going where it needed to go, and uh, it worked well. So I'm pretty proud of how that's working out. But today... I did some marketplace uh, bingo, and I yeah I reached out to an individual that was selling a Delta mortiser. I've been looking at getting one for the mallets because instead of cutting them in like four pieces, gluing them back together to try to get the uh, space for the actual handle, I had a mortiser. I can just basically cut that out, and I alleviate the cutting and the gluing, and giving me. Um, you know, less time working on that particular project and more time working in other projects. I found this one for sale and I set up a time. I drove down there. It's about 40 minutes away and I get there. Where was it? Um, it was North Jersey. I get there and there's another guy going through some tools there. The guy was like, okay, here it is right here. You know, they had no power to this garage. and It was a two car garage full of tools. And apparently this individual bought the house and the tools and everything just came with it. And he was just selling it. And uh, the other gentleman actually came for the motor as well. And he was going through looking for bits. 
Now, so I got there and I'm like, okay, so who gets it? You know what I'm saying? Because I just drove 40 minutes. I'm talking it over with the guy that's selling and I'm talking with the guy that's there. And luckily the guy that was there looking through tools goes, look, I, I live seven minutes away. I do this as a hobby. I get in the garage maybe once a week. If you want it, it's yours. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. You know, I kind of felt bad a little bit because he was there first, but I did no, reach out. No, you didn't. I did reach out to the gentleman selling it at like 530 in the morning. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure it was first when it came to that. But uh, long story short, I stayed there a little longer and I was kind of picking through the tools and seeing what this uh, gentleman had. You ever, If you ever go to one of these things, you see a lot of history. You can, you can almost look through and see what kind of uh, maker the person was. And it looked to me like he started off as a metal worker and then kind of transitioned to being a woodworker as well. Because he had welding equipment there, and he had a table saw there, bandsaw there, and it was like pretty much a little bit of both on both sides of the fence when it came to tools. And because the guy helped me out, the other gentleman there for the tool, I was kind of pointing at different things. I'm like, I don't know how long you've been at this, but uh, you know, I know a little bit about what's worth your uh, time, what's not. So we kind of went through a whole bunch of stuff, and I was like, you know, if I were you and I didn't have this, this is what I'd get. So we kind of went shopping. And uh, I got a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I got like 20 uh, Pony Jorgensen clamps, bar clamps, C clamps. Um, I got some other clamp clamps. And uh, I got even like a little uh, DeWalt, like one inch uh, pressure clamp I gave to my son. I got some um, <clears throat> files. I got some centering bits. I got some more bits for the motor I got some um, plug cutters. I got... Uh, some tap and die set. Um, I got a whole bunch of stuff uh, off this one one shopping list, and I got it for the original price at the one tool. So I was very happy with uh, that buy and the stuff I came home with. Um, I just pretty much doubled my clamp set in one go. So I, I can't put it. <laughs> it's funny you said that because I put it in the garage, and that was my next thing, like where I'm going to put it. But going back to those bar clamps, the bar clamps actually have connectors that came with them. So like I can connect, you know, the longer clamps and make them huge. So like a table or whatnot. And I've had to get creative in the past with uh, having you do that. So it's, it was a, it was a good buy. I really, uh, I really enjoyed uh, going through all those tools and it probably would have stayed there longer if it wasn't 35 degrees in a very cold garage. But uh, huh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can say what you want, but it was cold. <laughs> Considering you're in Texas, I you know don't have too much to say there. But um, yeah, that's what's going on in my shop. Got a great buy. Have a lot going on. Have a lot of a lot of orders. I'm trying to uh, fill up. But um, there's a couple things I want to hit on this episode. Um, one is something I talked to our patrons about, and I asked them about their first projects. And basically, the question was, what was your first project as a woodworker and your first tool? And we had three people right in for that. Uh, Greg Wally, my first real project was a trestle uh, dining table. My first actual project was a step stool for my daughter. And his first tool was a cordless drill. Dave Snyder, first project as a triad woodworking was a farmhouse style desk. Definitely have grown my skills since. First tool, I would have to say, was a hand down craftsman job site saw. Man, that thing scared the crap out of me. And yes, I would agree. And then Ed from Oak Ridge Woodworks said my first project uh, was a shop cabinet. I'm going to say cabinet. 
and uh, first shop tool was a Delta Unisaw. And the, one of the reasons I asked these questions to our uh, patrons was because we've been doing kind of like a look back into our our shops, our first projects. And this coming week, we're going to be doing a look back at how we started in our shops and what it looks like now. And then furthermore, I wanted to give Nap a moment to tell us about his origin story because we kind of skipped over that since he's been on here. I'm going to throw it at him and he can tell us a little bit more about himself. Well, alrighty then. Spotlights on me. I love it. No, but um, seriously, so I, we actually did talk about this a little bit, Josh, and it was weird because they just kind of randomly came up. We talked about how like everyone came up. We talked about how bad our first stuff was. No, it wasn't bad, but how new our stuff was. Like we could definitely tell like, yeah, this was not that great. If well, we look my, back on it. I, it was booty. What I, what I said, <laughs> mine was like terrible. Yeah, Nick showed me his first flag. and I was like, Nick, how did you even do this, dude? Like, I, he's like, shut up, nap. It was I'm a circular saw and a hammer. <laughs> pretty much, I mean. Um, but yeah, so realistically speaking, it started off, uh, I st- it started actually in school. So I was going to college uh, online. This was in the military doing my thing. I was going to University of Mount Olive. And this uh, medically retired Marine named Ron Childress, I mentioned him a couple times in the podcast. Uh, he happened to be in one of or a couple of my classes, but I didn't know of him until a specific class. It was one of those times where uh, you meet your enemy in a class and then you and that same person share the same enemy. So we were in a group project and this other dude was not pulling his weight, like period. I was like, I'm not doing this for this guy. Like I'm not doing like going to get him an A if he's not going to do anything. So me and this dude sat there and we were the only ones working on it. And we ended up getting talking about uh, woodworking because I said, yeah, I kind of dabble in it. Didn't know really a whole lot about it. Well, he talked me into getting a CNC and it was 2019 Black Friday. So right around this time, actually. So actually, happy anniversary to my Shapoko. It's uh, two years old now, uh, thereabouts. Um, damn, I've had the thing that long. Um, but yeah, so I ended up buying this thing just on a whim because I was like, screw it. I'll give it a try. If I don't like it, I'll sell it. Well, sure enough, I ended up falling in love with the CNC. And then as I started to progress, I made my first couple signs, which the very first sign in my Instagram post was literally one of my first things I did. And it was just as a gift. No money, no nothing. Everything was just, hey, yeah, let me make something for you. Because I wanted to test out my capabilities. Uh, it was made out of my nemesis, Pine. Um, so there was that. Uh, but hey, it was the good Pine. It was from Lowe's. All right. The good pine from Lowe's. <laughs> um, but then I started really getting into it because I was like, okay, these people really want me to start making things for them. And I didn't even have a number of the tools I had. So this week when we post like what our shop looked like versus what it does now, uh, you're going to see the change of like, I literally had a table saw, a router table, and it was a job site saw at that. A miter box saw, which I'm still using to this day. I'm actually happy, surprised it still works. Crap, I've put it through. And then how some of the things have been cannibalized and turned into something different. I ended up, let's see, so I had the CNC. I ended up making upgrades. So I started upgrading fast because it's like this isn't powerful enough or uh, it's not stable enough or it's not doing what I wanted to do. So I got things as I kept going. And then eventually come March, which it wasn't too much far after, because those of you that have hobby CNCs know it's a pretty quick learning curve. Like once you get it, you get it like it's there. Um, so I was like, well, I'm starting to make money on this thing now. 
So let's go ahead and form a business. So that's where Naps Naughty Works LLC was born, March of 2020. So why Naps Naughty Works? Uh, honestly, uh, it was just some ideas that we threw around me and Ron. I was like, Ron, I don't know what to name this thing. I want it to be clever, but I want it to like say I do woodworking stuff, right? So it actually stuck because someone made the joke, you're probably going to get the wrong clientele. And I was like, well, perfect. That's exactly what I want. And I'm a maintainer. So of course, you know, I got to have something that's like, some people know what it means, but some people, you know, if at first glance, just like, ah, ha, ha, that's clever. But really it's like, yeah, this literally could be the name of a sex store. Like that's the wrong clientele that they thought I was going to gain. But so that's why Naps Naughty Works stuck, honestly. And because my nickname was Nap. And you can talk more about that in the other podcast we do. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, so then it, that, that kind of formed and my first big job that I got that really kicked me off that honestly propelled me to have all the stuff that I have was with one of the BMT squadrons. Um, the friend that I'm actually making the shadow box for commissioned me through the squadron to make a bunch of, uh, custom signs for their dormitories and stuff. And that ended up just kind of putting my name out there and it started to grow faster and faster. Um, and then eventually some of those people went to other squadrons. They dropped my name and it just kind of expanded. But as far as like the woodworking piece goes, like actually working with my hands, why I started doing that part was because my dad taught me a bunch of stuff when I was younger. We rebuilt our entire basement. So I was versed in drywall, lumber, electrical, plumbing, all these different things. Uh, but I wanted to find my niche. And while well, woodworking just seemed to be the most fun, I guess. And it was a stress reliever. Now, sometimes it's a stress inducer once in a while, but mostly stress reliever. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's really kind of short skinny of it, of where Naps Naughty Works came from. And then I met you folks. I mean, I met, I met you all. I think Nick, so this is where Nick comes into the picture. <sighs> that freaking guy. Like, uh, I think I've still talked about this already. He comes up to me because I think he knew I did woodworking or heard something of it because he'd already been kind of talking around the academy about it. But he got, and he did the whole, hey, I'm Nick from MPG Creations. If you need any plaques or trophies or anything, let me know. It slides me his card. And I was like, you know, mother. And then we ended up getting, you know, getting to know each other a little more. And well, as you know, got on the podcast once, did a little interview, and then eventually ended up as a host here. But all the while, Nick is being bad for my pocketbook, but also part of the reason, and Josh, because of the bandsaw, why I've expanded so fast. Because at the end of the day, you buy once, you cry once, and it'll eventually pay itself off. So, yeah. So, that's why I'm kind of where I'm at now. Nice. Oh, man. I know. It's pretty uh, lame. Well, I mean, you know, we're not, you know, we're not Apple or anything crazy. Like, we all started in a garage, grabbed some tools, and started going at it. And we ended up here. That's why we did this podcast, so that people can relate to the garage hobbyist slash business and learn something, right? With that, I, I do want to talk a little bit on uh, the flags that we've been posting about. Um, so there again, um, we're we're sitting there, and uh, I think I was talking to uh, Nick. I was like, hey, we we really don't have like a flag or any type of thing to, you know, sell and get out there and have our name on it. And uh, we started one idea, and then I uh, was talking to Nap, and he came up with maybe flags. So we did some research, and I think – between all the voting and everyone's opinion, I think we're going to settle on all four of the ones we've been posting about. 
because it's pretty much right down the center. Um, if you've seen our post, which is on the Sawdust Nation podcast page, or you're a Patreon, you know what I'm referring to. Um, so I posted up four different designs out of like the 25 <laughs> that I did up. Basically, it, one has uh, the oval border and the other ones don't. And it's either uh, it's a black flag regardless. It's either the burnt orange or the white. And people seem to like both. So um, we're going to be adding that to our Etsy here hopefully soon and uh, probably adding it to my Etsy as well. That way, um, if anyone stumbles across mine first, they can go ahead and do that and buy one. Yeah, so we're going to have a little bit more swag out there. And uh, hopefully soon you guys can go on there, purchase your own, and fly in your uh, shop. You know, represent. Um, I think that's all I have, gentlemen. I want to see what I want to see what's in the box. I want to unbox this spindle, Josh. I've been trying to hold off because I don't want, <laughs> I, I don't want to see. <laughs> You're killing me, Smalls. So let me go ahead and turn the, the camera. Oh, he's been, wait, he's been my... waiting. He's a pro. He's been. That waiting looks like to turn this is that a around. swing in there? It's, yeah, it's, it's it's exactly what it is. Let me see. Oh, there's an old monster. Let's see. Well, that's that what that monster. was. <laughs> okay, Next swing. That's really good, boys. Really good. Oh, Can easy. you see the box? Oh, oh, camera down. I remember my first time. So, uh, for those of you that are not Patreons, essentially, Nick's setting up so he can open the box. That's right. I'm setting up so I can open the box. I'm actually going to do it up here again. Oh, here we go. Camera's moving. One more time. All right, here we go. Sorry. Josh, do you got a knife on you? I do. I got it right here. Just use your finger. It's like a claw. All right. (laughs) The first cut has been made. Going to actually get the scissors out. These are the the good ones, right? Child safety. Mm, Scissors. I mean, we see what you did to your fingers, so. And I was playing with your kid. You got the blunt scissors so you can actually. <laughs> Maybe that hurt the other hand. Yeah, there we go. Oh, uh, the box is uh, open. Is that light AC? Yo, it's speaking to me. It says, open me. Slowly. Yo, first of all, I'm going to tell you right now, basically for our Patreons that are watching right now, or when they when they do watch this, I've gotten this Chinese laser and, or uh, spindle. It looked nothing like this package. This is already better just based on packaging alone. Says uh, Nick Sansoni, Sawdust Nation. My address. And it gives me uh, the nomenclature of what's in there. I got the all the setup instructions. Daniel wrote them all, uh, all professionally done here. Got some stickers. Here's the cables uh, with the connectors. These connectors are um, legit. I don't know if you've seen them before, but they're uh, they're pretty robust, and the the cables have like a mesh covering on them, so they're fantastic. You know, that's one thing. If you guys have not bought anything from Daniel from PWN CNC, which this package is from, everything he does is like tested to the utmost, and it's always the like best. I have never opened anything that he sent me and went like, oh, it's always like wow. All right, so here's the one of the most important boxes. Um, I don't know if you guys see this, but yep. this is for uh, liquor in case I start messing up. Uh, let's see here. There's uh, his own. Nice. Tumblers. Yeah. So thank you, Daniel, for the tumbler. Don't just own your CNC. Dominate. All right, all right. I'm put that aside. Thank you, Daniel. Oh, there's even a sticker in there. Cool. Oh, I got Skittles. I got Skittles. Yo, those are the good ones, though. I know. All right. I'll so, tell you what. 
No expense spent. Uh, whatever. Yeah. All right, so call it changer. <laughs> call it changing wrenches. I got two of them. I got nice. a power supply. He some, sent uh, you collet changing wrenches. These are actual. Yep. Co- these are collets for the uh, the actual bits. Um, collet adapters. That is. And I'm assuming these are the actual collets. So if I open this up, it's just going to be a ring that uh, accepts a precision collet. Um, I'm assuming. If you don't know what that is, it's just a. It's just a little ring. It looks like a nut on one side. It goes on the bottom of the spindle. The real cool thing about those, Nick, and I'm sure you'll get into it when you eventually get to put your stuff together. That collet actually locks into that ring, so you can't lose it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I yeah, I've had trouble with my. So I have a collet right now, a precision quote quote precision collet on my it's finger X carve. Um, all right, so here's the VFD. Uh, I believe it's called. Yep, uh, variable frequency device. This is hey, ju- guys. This is where it pays off to be a Patreon. I mean, like, yeah, you can hear him open the stuff. You can kind of he's talking you through it f- pretty well. But I mean, like, to be a Patreon, you can see everything that goes on, all the funny faces, everything. All right, here it is, folks. This is the this is the brains of the operation. This thing right here is uh, uh, we saw them on the website PWNCNC, but these things uh, Daniel's done some extensive testing on. It should be pretty easy to set up. Um, it's like the controller for your for your spindle. Um, yeah, look at that thing. Be, yeah, it's got a big old robust fan on the back. Look at the front of that. It actually has his logo on there. Yep. That was one of the gems that he got on there. That's legit. That's legit. Daniel, you, you, this stuff is amazing. I'm I can't wait to plug it in. I'll do another video then. But now for the, the moment everybody's been waiting for to see that Big Mac Daddy Mama Jamma. What is that? 1.5 kilowatt spindle coming? Yes, sir. This thing's heavy. This um, Let's see here. This thing is heavy. Josh, I can't even imagine how heavy yours is going to be because yours is a water cool. Yours is, yeah, yours is different, actually. Yours will be bigger. Well, not bigger, but a little heavier. We knew that. <laughs> Mine's going to be even bigger because I have a two. Oh, You're just jealous. No, I am because right now, Daniel. Okay, so while he's opening this, or go ahead, you show it. Show oh, that thing. wow. Look at that. How's it feel in your hands? It feels like a giant lightsaber. It's huge. It's heavy too, man. It's super heavy. So Can you feel the power? I can, I'm oh, wielding I feel the, power. the power right now. Oh, my goodness. This thing is beautiful. Daniel, excellent job. I don't know if you can see that. PWNCNC yep. on the- Man. Right on the shaft, right there. Uh, I can't wait to get it set up. For those of you who saw all that, that's what you get with the PWN CNC 1.5 kilowatt air-cooled kit, all right? Josh is going to probably do an unboxing on on his Instagram, but uh, he's got the water-cooled kit coming, so it's going to be a little different than mine. But I'm excited to get it set up. I've, I've got my second X-Carve ready to go all it needs is you know the spindle so that's awesome man. big thank you big thank you daniel this is amazing we're gonna uh go ahead and put it through its paces and i'm gonna push it to the limits so and i'm gonna tell you what the one thing i will tell you uh, <clears throat> the patrons and stuff out there and all of our listeners is yeah we got these really cool upgrades but the one thing we're gonna provide that's invaluable is information so we actually get to help him set up like how this is going to look on on the X-Carve and the Shapoko. We're going to help, be helping him build his instructions. So if you buy these things, 
and you need help and you can't get to Daniel right away, guess what? You got three guys that are testing this stuff out and setting it all up. Uh, so definitely make sure y'all reach out to us so we can give you a hand. I said it goes for you too, Nick, because I know like you're a pretty smart guy. But spindles, I don't know how much you know about spindles, but I can definitely give you a hand with that. I do know they spin you right around. Right round. Right round. Right round. Right round. Spin you right around. <laughs> um, I am a pretty fart smeller, fart smart feller, so you bet. <laughs> and with that, Daniel, if you run into an issue, he's one of those guys that has like every angle figured out. And I mentioned this little uh, piece on the last podcast, I believe, last episode. But like we were talking and he's like, Josh, man, you know, I realized that this spindle is, do you have a mount? And I'm like, no, I didn't purchase a mount. I know it's under the pressure and it might go right into the one I currently have, not thinking that they're different sizes. And he's like, you know what? I got a file and he sent it right to me. I 3D printed it and now I have a sleeve that's going to fit in my current mount and it's going to fit perfectly. And that's what he uses. So like he's thinking of all these little things for the makers out there. He's making it so that when you buy his kit, you know, you get what you need. So just keep that in mind. I mean, you got someone out there that you're actually buying from that is a uh, USA based that's thinking about the maker and how to make it easier for them. That alone, I mean, you should be buying from someone like that. If you want to upgrade your CNC game and not just own one, but dominate it, you need to buy from PWN CNC. That's right. Don't just own your CNC. Dominate Dominate. All right, cool. Uh, Daniel, thank you so much for sending this stuff out to me. I, uh, I was like a little schoolgirl opening up that package. So, and I gotta be honest with you. I don't think there's really anything anybody can give me for Christmas that would be top this, but I'm just so excited. Sorry. Josh is over here, like grumbling, like you son of a gun. You couldn't wait. I, I'm a little jealous. I mean, like, you know, I can't wait to open mine. It's, it's going to be spindle, like Christmas Day. Spind, spindle game, dog. Spindle game. All right. I got one. He's got one. Where are you at, dog? No, yours is coming, though. I can't wait. Honestly, dude, I'm going to tell you what. I can't wait to get yours because Nick's look really cool because I've never seen the, the air-cooled one. Yours is going to have all sorts of craziness to it. And I'm oh, really yeah. excited to see. I can't wait to see it. I do need to give myself a little container for uh, some of the water and coolant. But uh, other than that. Easy money, dude. Just go to Lowe's, get a five-gallon five bucket. That's it. Yeah, with a lid. It's going to be yep. easy. Um, that's just something I wanted to mention. That's one of the only things you don't get with a kit is you do have to buy a container for the fluid. I'm, I'm excited. One of the reasons I wanted to get the water cold is so I could test it in the colder weather. And I think that's going to be beneficial to his uh, research because unfortunately everyone, including himself is all down in the South. I'm really looking forward to it. And even being able to run a CNC when it's uh, <laughs> past quiet hours for the first time, I've never been able to do it past like nine o'clock. So I think it's nine or 10 being able to run it through the night and I have to do everything during the day in a rush that alone is going to be a game changer. So and just real quick, a couple of little things like about the scene that the spindle kit. So, a lot of people like like Nick showed the connector. For those of you that mm-hmm. aren't familiar with aircraft, uh, those are aircraft grade connectors. Like those are not supposed to break. So you're gonna have to do some serious damage to break those things. Like you you really have to screw up. Uh, the water lines that you're gonna get, Josh, they are quick connect water lines, like dripless water connect quick connects. 
They're not like, you know, you got to sit there and struggle to put the hose on mm-hmm. the, the nozzle. No, you literally just hook it up to this thing and go, done. I was I was actually hydro when I was a maintainer of an aircraft, so I'm used to getting wet by lines. That's going to be a nice change. And then the final thing I got to say on this is Dan, with Daniel, I know we're talking a lot about Pulse CNC, but it's just awesome stuff, right? The 2.2 uh, kilowatt spindles, they were taken off the pre-order, and there is a good reason for that. Daniel's doing extensive mathematical equations and things, kind of like in Google Hunting, and you're just like seeing the things. No, in dude, it's like Rain brain. Man. Okay, maybe Rain Man. All I know is <laughs> he legitimately is like, hey, Nap, I'm not sending yours out to you yet because I'm finding that I may need to actually run this on a more powerful circuit. So he's trying to test and figure out right now how he's going to be able to do that on a regular 20-amp circuit so that way people don't have to upgrade their circuit breakers in their box or their you know get a whole new plug installed just to run it. Uh, so those are off the table right now, folks. But I'll tell you right now, for the typical hobbyist, and even some of the advanced, a 1.5 is powerful enough. I'm only getting the 2.2 so I can help help Daniel and give him the information. Uh, so that way we can make sure that we provide the best stuff for everyone out there. That's right. Well, you need to upgrade too because you've been running a 1.5 as well, haven't you? I do. Uh, I mean, it's not necessarily like just upgrade for upgrade's sake. No, it's, it's for information purposes. But he has both of the systems, the cooled, uh, water-cooled and air-cooled being tested. Now, for a system that you don't have many people, you know, that has spindle knowledge, you know, it makes sense for you to get the little bigger uh, spindle so that you can give that feedback. Because we're a test bed for him. And, I, I mean, the 1.5 has been tested, but we're going to further his uh, knowledge and what he needs to know. And even the early orders, I mean, like feedback, he's one of those individuals that love feedback. Write to him. He will write back to you. Yeah, so he he's very responsive as well, uh, and he's fast with it too. Not not setting him. I hope I'm not setting him up for failure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like anytime we message him, he'll usually get back with us like ASAP. So it's really good. Um, we ready to close this one up? I think we are. All right. Well, so like always, and as you guys saw, the quality control over at PWNCNC is phenomenal. I just showed you. I, I was. I'm a living testament that PWNCNC equipment is superior. Um, so go over there, check them out. PWNCNC.com. It's Black Friday all week over there. They've got released new stuff every day. Use promo code Sawdust Nation for ten percent off your order, and add that to whatever else they're taking off. So you know, you might get fifteen, you might get twenty. You don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you know, you're just gonna have to go check out what they have on sale. Um, other than that. Uh, Total Boat, thanks so much for your support. Uh, if you want that promo code for that 10% off Total Boat, go ahead and shoot us a DM at Sawdust Nation Podcast on the big IG, and we will get you squared away. And last but not least, JTEC Photonics, thank you so much for your support. Check them out, jtechphotonics.com. Once you buy that diode laser, tell them Nick sent you. And uh, patrons, thank you so much. You guys are amazing. We really do love you, and we love all the interaction that you give us during the week when we ask you those questions about like flags and all that stuff. So phenomenal. With that, I'm going to send it over to Nap, and he's going to tell you something about Apple. Something about podcasts or something. Um, so, yeah, so Apple Podcasts, if you happen to pick this up on Apple Podcasts or any other podcast catcher, uh, make sure you give us five stars. Because, uh, you know, if you give us five stars, obviously we'll be happy. Uh, but if you don't, we got to kind of know why you're not giving us five stars so we can make sure we're delivering that premium content uh, that you love and deserve. But other than that, that's what I got on the podcast stuff. But also don't forget... Uh, the Makers Community Project uh, that 
promo code SDN5 for 5% off your orders there. Uh, you are helping out a um, amazing cause and organization. Uh, they help the disabled maker uh, in any way that they can. As a matter of fact, they're about to get ready to choose their first um, uh, first nominee to receive uh, their first, uh, I guess, Tool uh, item donation tool, item two is it two? Uh, yes, this is the second time they'd be given away. I think right. they've already chosen their first winner for their first giveaway they did. Yes, uh, so I'm pretty excited to see that. Uh, so they will be putting that on IG. So make sure you go ahead and take a look at, at the community uh, maker community project uh, on the big old IG. As always, if you want to get a hold of us, you can always get a hold of us at the Sound Destination Podcast Instagram page. And there you can reach all three of us. Whoever writes to you first, well, it's, on, uh, it's a game we play. And sometimes we write our names. So sometimes you know, sometimes you don't. And then you have our personal Instagram pages. And you have Nick from MPG Creations. You have Nap from Nap's Nutty Works LLC. And then you have myself from North Country Woodworking. And if you want to get a hold of all three of us again, but you know, you, at this platform, you can send us pictures from your latest uh, project. Um, you can enter our giveaway that we were doing with your best project. You know, you send us pictures of that, and we're going to do a giveaway on the 75th episode. So that's coming up, and we have a couple entries. You can go ahead and uh, send us topic ideas or questions, and you can do that by sending it to the Sawdust Nation podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll see it there. With that, final words, there, nap. But no, seriously, so like last podcast, kind of said it, lost my groove, got back in the groove more this week and finally back on it. Uh, just know we're all, we're all here to take care of each other. So if you ever need a, a ear to talk to or, you know, for someone to listen, you know, just know there is a whole community out there to support you. Uh, reach out to us. Reach out to anybody uh, that's within the community because I'm sure they will be happy to help. Uh, make sure that you are also passing on an information you might have that others may want. Because at the end of the day, it is community over competition. And uh, I hope you all enjoy this episode. I uh, hope you all have a great day or a great night, depending on when you listen to us. Nick, what you got? Yeah. Um, congratulations on Stella over there for getting her groove back. But uh, uh, I don't know if you've seen that movie, too. I'm making another reference. You guys are... We're terrible. You aren't funny. <laughs> all right. Uh, Thank you. I want everybody here to understand that uh, take care of yourself and each other. And until next time, it's all the station out. So as always, thank you for turning us on in your workshop, in the car, in the backyard, or wherever, the kitchen. Thank you for letting us whisper in your ear. Tell us about our shops, what's going on at PWNCNC. It's always a pleasure to get on here, talk shop with these gentlemen, and uh, talk about our Patreons and what's going on with their shops. As always, just get in your shop, make some sawdust. And uh, with that, Sawdust Nation out. No, we always no. sound dumb when we do this. We just sound like terrible. Well, that's why I make it uh, sound good later. Some of you are like, Josh is over there like, ah, uh, Nap's like, ah. Uh. Yeah, because we're waiting for you. You're like, it's, like, like, it's always like,